Tate Publishing and Enterprises, along with Tate Out Loud Audiobooks presents Sage, written by Deborah Clark, narrated by Shauna Windham. Chapter 1 Somebody's coming, Pa! I yelled as I watched the approaching horse and rider with much anticipation. We hadn't had a visitor for over two months. I suspected the rider was the deputy from Crawford County. Johnny Simmons. He was real sweet on me, and no words had ever actually been spoken. But I knew he would ask me to marry him in the fall, and of course, I would say yes. Johnny was my only hope to ever move from this desolate, dried-up farm. The thought of leaving Pa and Lenny made me very sad. Lenny was my older sister by six years. Ma died a decade ago and Lenny had to step into her huge shoes of responsibility at the tender age of fourteen. Her only solace was the herb garden. Ma established it, and I suppose tending it was Lenny's way of keeping her alive. I understood none of it. The rider was getting closer. I could hear the hoofbeats now. No, the rider wasn't Johnny. For a fleeting instant, my heart drowned in disappointment. He was much too tall to be the deputy. I watched intently as he approached. The horse stopped at the gate, and the man, although well over six feet tall, dismounted with the grace of an eagle in flight. He tilted his head slightly, reached up, and brushed his hat while saying, Howdy, ma'am. Would you have a cool drink of water for a tired horse and a mighty thirsty man? I could not speak. His countenance completely overwhelmed me. Sensing my dilemma, he spoke again. Josiah Bozeman, ma'am, just passing through on my way to my homestead in Missouri. His deep, dark eyes smiled at me with a mystery, and yet they were so transparent that I could see all the way through them. I noticed his muscular shoulders that were as broad as Pa's axe handle, and his waist was so slim. I never heard the footsteps behind me, but I was jolted back into reality at the sound of Pa's voice. Well, child, go get the man some water. Paul Johnson here. So you're just passing through? You're welcome to stay for supper. They shook hands and led the sweaty horse to the trough. I ran quickly to the house, dipped a long, cool drink, and served him like royalty. His smile lit up the whole cabin. I looked at the dusty hat on the peg, and then to his coal-black hair that hung loosely about his shoulders clean, shiny, and miffed by the wind. His complexion was tanned, and a dark evening shadow covered his jaw and chin. Underneath the long black drover, he wore buckskin. His voice was deep, smooth, and soft, and flowed out like fresh, thick cream. If I could touch that voice, it would feel like Ma's silk scarf. I tried desperately to stay close to him and Pa, but there were chores. I did not want the magic to end. My precious all-knowing Lenny understood and let me take care of the jobs inside. Lenny was always like that. She considered everyone else first and was so unselfish. She was quiet, very wise, and seldom displayed her dry sense of humor. I really didn't think of her as a mother. Although she assumed that role, it was my strength and inspiration. We busied ourselves with supper— 
Pa trimmed the lamps, and it thrilled my heart to see Josiah bow his head and close his eyes as Pa asked Grace over our meal. The conversation with the stranger was mostly about the harsh winter of 58 and of the destruction of our barn by a fearless eight-inch ice storm. The tone soon became more optimistic as Pa described his plans to rebuild now that spring had come. After Mr. Bozeman shared news from the far hills and gave us a glimpse of himself, Pa asked him to stay on a spell and help build the barn. Yes, Mr. Johnson, I'd be pleased to stay on and help you out with the barn. With the first light, I was up and in front of Ma's looking glass. It was blackened around the edges, and there were little black dots scattered across the middle. But my image was visible enough. Pa said that I was as pretty as a picture, and Lenny always encouraged me to take special care of myself. With fine attention to detail, she sewed simple fabrics into beautiful dresses for me. I wanted so much...